Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of the Football Betting Podcast. I'm your host Tom Pipkin and I'm joined as ever by my co-host Tom Walker. Hi guys, welcome to the show. Uh, viewers and listeners, new and old, it's great to have you on board. Tom, you've got a lovely kit on today. It's fantastic, isn't it? It's even got the laces in the collar. <laughs> I know, you, you know you're going all out for the win at Kit Wars when you've got nice little laces in the collar and everything. <laughs> yeah. I'm saying my like, little old Juve shirt. And yeah, then, uh... but, you know, maybe people prefer the more modern shirts. Who knows? Uh, I went up 4-3. I was 3-0 up, blew a 3-0 lead. You brought it back to 3-3 and then I... I got back on top on the weekend. So we'll see what happens this weekend. Uh, Frustrating again, Tom. Uh, Second week in a row, we've lost by one team. And that one team has been performing excellently right Mm. up until we need them. Uh, The first week it was Forest. uh, We've seen now how good Forest can be. They threw in their worst performance under Cooper when we needed them. And Bolton flying um, and could only manage... A draw due to uh, getting a red card, right? That was a Achilles' That's heel. Right. Yeah, yeah. So that is the bomb-proof trebles, trebles, of course, guys. So yeah, we've hit the crossbar in two of the last three trebles, uh, winning the one before that, of course. So yeah, we'll bring you another treble at the end of this show. And as ever, you can get the trebles at an industry best price with our sponsors at matchbook.com. Bag yourself a £20 money back as cash sign-up offer when you use TFB podcast. Uh, join the registration stage of the sign-up process. Um, so, yeah, Tom, on to the football for this week. We've got Prem, Champ, League One, League Two. We'll go through picking out our best bits of the lot. Uh, you know, we've talked before we've come on air, and it is very much Prem and Champ-centric, isn't it, <laughs> this weekend? League One and Two is a it's a tough old docket for League One and League Two. Yeah, well, you know, when you come across Rotherham and Forest Green and you don't fancy them to either of them to win, you know, it's a tough docket. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, it's very top heavy, but uh, that doesn't mean that we don't have uh, a good quantity of tips as well as quality. I found a lot that I liked, uh, particularly in the second tier. Yeah, the, the second tier, tier of the championship is going to be the Tom Walker section, I think. <laughs> I'll, try, I'll try to keep it brief. I'll try to keep it brief. But yeah, really looking forward to what's going to be a good week. Are we at the business end yet? Are we, we're not there yet, are we? we not quite. Can't use no. that cliche yet. No, there's what? Some teams have just played their 24th game in the Prem. Mm. So there's what? Still 14 to go. So... Yeah, I don't think we're quite in the, the business end yet. It feels like we've turned a corner, though. We're on we're on the downhill, mm. the downhill slope. Yeah. It's kind of like when when you see people running on a four hundred meter track. Yeah, we're we're just approaching the bend that leads into the final straight. Maybe <laughs> that's you know? that's a great analogy. Yeah, we're coming we're coming along the back straight. We're just approaching the bend, I think. And some of the teams are sprinting. Some of them are jogging and some of them fell over ages ago. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Um, <laughs> so we'll kick off then with Manchester United against Southampton. Uh, United are 1.64 for the win, the home side. This is 12.30 on Saturday. The draw is 4.3 and the Saints, Southampton, they're 6.0 to get the win. Um, all odds we read out on the show today are going to be taken from our sponsor's website, matchbook.com. Um, Tom Walker, first game of the weekend in the Prem. Anything that you've got your eye on here? Yeah, both teams to score. Don't know about oh, you. you. Took it right off me. Yeah, I had the yeah. same. Yeah, 1.79 uh, at Matchbook. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go through my little pieces and you can add on anything that, that I've missed off. But basically, United are just so defensively vulnerable. And Southampton have really turned a corner recently in terms of actually being able to score goals. Um, remember, United have conceded three more than Burnley this season. They've got the 10th best defence in the league. Isn't that incredible? Like, it's bad. It's absolutely awful. You um, think pre-season, they, they bring in Varane, you think, oh, yeah, that's really yeah. going to help shore them up. But I think, you know, it's not, not pinning this on Varane whatsoever, but people around Varane are certainly not performing. No, I think uh, it's obviously Maguire's an issue, but I think it's a a platform issue in midfield, to be honest with you. I don't Mm. think they get 
enough uh, defence at all. I think Wan-Bissaka has been poor all season. He's lost his spot now. And I don't think Luke Shaw has reached the heights of last season. But but yeah, two clean sheets at Old Trafford all season. And Southampton, Tom, has scored in nine consecutive games. Like, I can't remember the last time Southampton were this prolific, to be honest. Mm. Um, and yeah, they've scored more than Tottenham Hotspur this season, Southampton. And that's Spurs with Kane and Son and and the uh, and the rest of them. So yeah, one point seven nine. I'm back in. Yeah. Uh, to add to that, then you mentioned Man United have got a ropey defensive record. Southampton not kept a clean sheet for fourteen consecutive games. Uh, they've had nine consecutive games be both teams to score. And I was just looking at the the head to heads between these two sides. And if we take aside the nine nil that was about a year ago to the day, to the week almost, um, last year. You know, there's been some entertaining games recently between these two. You know, you've got a couple of two-alls in there, a couple of three-twos in there, uh, a couple of one-alls as well. And that's all in the last six, seven games. So, yeah, generally, when these two sides meet, both teams have been hitting the back of the net. Lovely. So we'll move on to Brentford Palace then. 2.7 for Brentford, 3.1 for the draw and 3.0 for Palace. Um Brentford on a shocking run of form. I think they've lost, what, six in a row now in the Prem? Mm-hmm. I don't trust Palace enough to confidently tip them for the win. I certainly don't think they'll lose, so maybe double chance is one to look at here. But yeah, Brentford are poor, um, but don't trust Palace, Palace quite enough to, to tip them outright. Yeah, I'm. A, this is going to be a theme, uh, just to let everyone know. So... Uh, Buckle up, but both teams to score for me. Two, <laughs> 2.0, even money. Uh, yeah, 14 games since a clean sheet for Brentford. 14 games. Uh, and in that time, uh, they average exactly one goal four per game. Uh, so they are scoring at an okay rate. I mean, that's not great, but obviously we need them to score for the bet to come in. And they are scoring pretty much every game on average. Um They've scored in four of their last six and Palace have scored in seven consecutive games and they've just got such attacking flair. Zaha was so dangerous, even though he missed a hilarious penalty um, against Norwich. Uh, Olise is really starting to catch the attention uh, of fans and obviously they've got Eze to come back. Gallagher's been a threat. You know, they're eighth for goal scored in the league this season, Palace. Uh, and I don't see why they don't score past this shocking defence um, mm-hmm. at the Brentford Community Stadium, is it? Yeah, I think that's right, mate. Yeah, yeah. so 2.0 for me. Nice. OK, um, on to our next both teams to score then, which I'm sure you've got written down for this game. Everton against Leeds. <laughs> Am I right? It doesn't matter if you're right or wrong. What matters <laughs> is, <laughs> I mean, yes, but this is the one I like the least. And that's because, oh, really? well, Tom, it's because 1.59, right? I'd rather back the Brentford Palace one at evens because I just mm. think this is the Leeds factor, right? As soon as you see Leeds, especially at the moment, you think both teams will score. I just think it's factored into the price. Do you agree? Yeah, yeah, definitely a, a much worse price as we, as we can see. Um, but, you know, Leeds without a clean sheet in nine consecutive games, Everton, their opponents, without a clean sheet in 12 consecutive games. Uh, both teams have scored in, in nine of the last 10 Everton games as well. So I think statistically, we, you know, we we understand why it's 1.59. I think, yeah, yeah, factored well into the price here. Yeah, it's, I mean, Leeds, Leeds are just back to being 2021 Leeds, aren't they, basically? Mm. Uh, or 2020 to 2021 season. They, they had that had that moment, uh, that kind of turning point. They drew nil-nil with Brighton in December. And since then, their average score has been 1.5 to Leeds, 2.5 to the opposition. Uh, so, yeah, combined, you know, that's four goals a game uh, combined in those matches. And that's 14 games worth of data that we're clawing from. So, yeah, they're, they're really back to um, letting them in. And scoring at the other end, which is great for both yeah. teams to score, stating the obvious. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, right, what for Brighton then? Anything that you liked here? I, 
I wasn't entirely sure. I was, if, if anything, for me, I was kind of looking along the lines of it being more of a cagey affair, maybe an under 2.5 kind of game. Uh, you know, Watford's what, first home game under Roy Hodgson. Interesting to see how they perform. Brighton, they're without a win in, in four consecutive games, uh, without a clean sheet in seven as well. So, yeah, I, I didn't really know what to go for here other than thinking it may be a cagey one. Yeah, I, I think so. I think Roy the boy is going to set up from the back and he's going to build a platform mm. for them to, to at least start from. Yeah, I'm not 100% sure here. I did like the look of maybe going with Brighton because, you know, I think we we can be quick to forget how good they've been this season. But, you know, with, with Roy Hodgson, that's the biggest question mark over this match for me. So to be honest, I left it alone. Yeah. Okay. Uh, finally, then for Saturday, Norwich against Man City. Uh, as you'd expect, Man City very short, one point one nine to get the win. Norwich, big big outsiders at twenty point zero. Um, did you find any nuggets other than a, <laughs> a Man City win? Because I'm assuming I certainly don't think there's going to be any kind of upset here, and I'm, I'm assuming you're going to no. think likewise. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely no way. You know that I think uh, Norwich, I think Norwich have been really lucky recently. They've played teams at the right time when they're literally on their knees. Norwich have capitalised. They should have lost in midweek. Obviously, Mm -hmm. penalties are missed normally. And, uh, you know, there's never a guarantee when someone's on the spot. But, you know, Zaha's slip is kind of a one in a million. Um, So, you know, they could have easily lost that game. I've gone for City away and over 2.5. Uh, it's 1.6. I don't think they'll have any issues carving Norwich open. Remember, Norwich do still have the worst defence in the league. So even though they've upturned a little bit, you know, it's still the same players, uh, give or take, that have been conceding goals all season. Don't see why it will stop now. Yeah, agreed. Um feel a bit disappointed in City that they didn't score more than two past Brentford in, in midweek at home. Yeah, but, uh, Brentford yeah. defended well, didn't they? They they really did. Yeah. So yeah. credit to yeah. them. But, but yeah, yeah, I definitely think they could get get two, three, maybe maybe more if they're really on it. Um, mm. So yeah, I like that one to squeeze a little bit more out of it. Sunday games. Then we've got three two o'clock kickoffs. This is really a running theme this season, isn't it? Having three two o'clock kickoffs on a Sunday. Mm. Uh, Burnley Liverpool is the first one. Liverpool favourites, as you'd expect, at 1.33. The draw's 5.8 and Burnley outsides at 11.5. I think Liverpool will win. I... And that's where I'll leave it, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) I don't feel... You know, like we're looking at Man City and we're thinking that there's a very distinct possibility it could be an overs game as well. You know, the over 2.5s, maybe over 3.5, whatever. When it's Burnley, uh, you know, and, and Liverpool have got Salah and Mane just returning from a, a long stint at AFCON, I feel like I don't quite trust them to to absolutely tonk Burnley 3-4-5-0. Um, so I'm, I'm just going to stick with Liverpool on the nose here. Yeah, Liverpool on the nose. I, I agree with you. Especially, uh, you know, Sean Dice team, unless they're away at Man City, which is their annual spanking. They don't. Uh, they don't tend to get beat too, he- too heavily. So, yeah, and a, and a decent. Perf- even though we don't rate United, a good performance from Burnley against United in midweek. So, yeah, mm, Liverpool definitely. on the nose. Nothing more. Yeah, definitely. Newcastle Villa then is up next. Really intriguing game. Two point eight two for Newcastle. Three point five for the draw, and two point six six for Villa. Now we saw last weekend Newcastle got. The victory uh, against Everton, or last weekend, midweek, uh, beating Everton 3-1. So a fantastic win for them. Took them briefly outside of the relegation spots. Um, I didn't have anything in particular down for this game. Um, I don't know about you. Both teams to score. 1.7. Really? <laughs> Where's the drum? Put out a drum roll into the uh, post. Yeah, a bit of production in there. But no... Honestly, yeah. um, I just think when when there's Alan St. Maximin, there's a chance. I watched the Everton game uh, from minute one to minute 90, whatever. And 
his decision making at times drives me up the wall and sometimes he doesn't pass a ball but my god when he I mean four or five times he just absolutely destroyed fullbacks and defenders and cut the ball back and he he for me is probably head and shoulders the best player in like the bottom five or so. Uh, Newcastle have scored in four of the last six as even <clears throat> as even without Callum Wilson and that's kind of before they finish their, their transfer business as well so you've got to give them a little bit of credit there. Uh, one clean sheet in their last eight is the second worst defence in the league. Obviously they've got three new defenders in the team now so maybe that's you know about to change with Dan Burn, Kieran Trippier, Matt Target coming in. And Villa have scored in five of their last six and Coutinho was absolutely sensational in midweek. He scored and laid on two. His assists were so simple, but the highest quality. They're so easy to get wrong. Uh, but it's just, you know, you watch that and they're just through balls to to a regular fan. But, you know, honestly, if you slow that down and you and you really appreciate the quality of the the pace of the ball, etc. It's absolutely sublime. Jacob Ramsey at the double in midweek. I think, you know, with those two and the, and the Newcastle kind of threat from Sam Maximin, you know, maybe a 1-1 here, uh, 1.7, that would be enough. Yep. Okay, cool. Um, right up next then, we've got uh, Spurs at home to Wolves. So Spurs are 1.68 for the win. The draw is 3.85 and Wolves are 5.9. Um, you know, what's that sound? It's me being sucked in by a price. (laughs) The matchbook vacuum. vacuum. Yeah, yeah, it's sucking me in. Um, I I just think 1.68 for Spurs on the nose is, I think that's really short. That's, uh, I don't feel comfortable backing them at that price, to be honest. So, naturally, I looked at, at Wolves and I was thinking, you know, right now, as we record, they're playing Arsenal. They're losing 1-0 at home, which is a result I didn't really expect. But I'm not going to let that sway me from what I was going to say anyway. Um, yeah. Coming into that Arsenal game, unbeaten in five, winning four. Uh, we've seen them draw against Chelsea 0-0. They've gone away to Man United, won 1-0, beaten in form Southampton 3-1. So, this is a Wolves team that were you know, coming into this game in generally very good form. Um, the 2.34 on double chance, so for Wolves to either win or draw. And I saw that 2.34 and I thought, crikey, that seems like a good price to me. Um, yeah. So I've been well and truly sucked in. You know, I think with, with Spurs, even though they have been getting some good results under Conte, as long as they don't play Chelsea, um, I'm not fully convinced yet. I'm really not. And yeah, I don't know. That that 3-2 loss to Southampton, that topsy-turvy game midweek, hasn't exactly uh, helped their cause in my eyes, really. Um, so yeah, I just think the form that Wolves are on, if we take this Arsenal game aside, because yeah, that's I did research before that, that game <laughs> started. Um, <laughs> I, think, I think Wolves at 2.34 is a good price. I like it. I do. Uh, I left this game alone, uh, mainly because I'm still learning about Tottenham. I'm still trying to figure out if they're good or not. I, I have no mm-hmm. idea at the moment. Sometimes I like what I see, and sometimes I think, "Wow, like they're miles off." So until yeah. I yeah. until I have a a better feeling, I think I'll leave it. But in that process where I'm trying to figure out, and maybe the bookies are trying to find out if they're any good or not, that's where we're going to get some good prices like this. So yep. credit to you. 100%. Uh, Finally then, uh, Leicester against West Ham. 2.86 for Leicester, 3.65 for the draw, 2.52 for West Ham. Um, Both teams to score by any chance? No. Uh, No? No, I'm actually actually tipping up away team goals over 1.5. So that's West Ham to uh, score over 1.5. It's 2.12. It's a lovely price, honestly. Mm-hmm. Leicester are just a mess at the moment. I mean, I I looked at their starting lineup and Amati and Ndidi are still centre-backs. 
Uh, it's their two central defensive midfielders. James Justin is rusty. He's coming back. Luke Thomas is is young and you know is finding his feet. He's going to be a really good player, but maybe <coughs> I also had a look, Tom, at some research before the uh, Liverpool game, which they are on the brink of losing two 0 So you got to factor that into this research, but it's all just bad research. So you can just add a layer of bad onto it, to be honest. Uh, conceded, yeah. on average, 2.5 goals a game in their last six. Um, and Rogers under huge pressure at the moment. Fans are, rightly or wrongly, really upset with, with where the club is going at the moment and the direction. Uh, I think maybe they're being a bit spoiled, but uh, hey-ho, they've got their right to their opinion. And they're playing against West Ham, who have scored in 9 of 10. They've got one of the most devastating players in the league this season, Jared Bowen. I am absolutely convinced if this guy was called Jao Santos de Pedro Silva and <laughs> and he'd come and he'd come from the Brazilian second division, I think people would be absolutely raving about him. And I know he does get some media coverage and, and stuff, but I, I just yeah. don't think we're giving him enough. I think I because his name is Jarrah Bowen, he came from Hull. Like we're not allowed to think that this guy could play for a, like a top four team. He absolutely yeah. can. And if I was Gareth Southgate, I'd have my eye firmly on him. He scored again in midweek. Yes, it was deflected, but uh, he made it happen by coming centrally. Uh, I fancy West Ham to win. Uh, I wasn't 100%, but if you do want the combination, I've researched it for you. So West Ham to win and over 1.5 goals for them and them alone, 2.82. Nice, yeah. I had written down um, over 2.5 at 1.69, so much worse in terms of the price. Uh, I can, yeah, I fully agree with your reasoning, everything that you said for West Ham. I think they'll score a couple of goals here, so probably worth taking that better price that, that you've tipped up. But yeah, I was just, just looking at the games, mate. The games between these yeah. two, it's just goals, goals, goals. And just to quickly rattle through some now, um, you know, this is going back three, four seasons, you've got in order 2-0-1-1-2-2-2-1-4-1-3-0-3-2-4-1. So minimum of two two goals. And that's, you know, there's only a couple of games now that have had two goals. The majority have had more. Um, so, yeah, I, I think, again, we'll see we'll see goals. It wouldn't surprise me if West Ham won this 2-1, 3-1, something like that. I think it'd be an entertaining one. Agreed. Um and that then is is everything, right, for the Premier League this week? Yeah, so just want to take a moment just to uh, talk about Matchbook, our partners for uh, the 2021-22 season. Uh, we're absolutely loving being uh, in partnership with them and we want to bring you guys a sign-up offer. Uh, so if you head to matchbook.com, uh, if you're a new customer and use TFB Podcast as the sign-up code, you'll get a £20 money-back-as-cash offer. Uh, so your first bet is essentially risk-free. Uh, if it loses, you get £20 back as cash, withdrawable cash. And obviously, if it wins, then happy days. Uh, your funds uh, grow in Matchbook. Uh, the interface, the experience, the customer service on the live chat, all that stuff is second to none. We thoroughly recommend that you check it out. And by doing so, you'll also be supporting the pod as well. And uh, Tom is going to quickly mention their uh, boosted bombproof treble section that has proved to be very popular. Yeah, yeah, it has, hasn't it? Um, so Matchbook do offer a pre-made bombproof treble, which we're going to read out at the end of the show. So I'm not going to say what it is right now. You've got to listen in for a little bit longer. Um, but yeah, it is an industry best price. You know, we're in constant communication with Matchbook. If there's a, a bookie, sportsbook, exchange out there that beats Matchbook's displayed pre-made bomb-proof treble price, we just let them know and they change it and beat it. It's as simple as that. Um, you know, they're giving us the best price for you guys. And as a bonus, you can use that sign-up offer, that £20 money back as cash, in conjunction with the bomb-proof treble. So... If you like what we're tipping out as a bomb-proof treble, you want to back us, you can do so £20 completely risk-free. And it's a big price. 
this weekend. Uh, mini spoiler alert. So, oh, it's a sizzler. It's a sizzler. Can't wait to read that out later on. Uh, Tom, let's take the elevator down to the second tier. Mm-hmm. Get us kicked off, mate. Championship. What we yeah. what we back in? Yeah, well, <laughs> it just makes me chuckle because mm. we spoke beforehand, and I I was like, yeah, I've got this many in the prem, this many I like in the champ, this many in League One, this many in League Two, and you went, yeah, I've got eight in eight in the champ, <laughs> eight. So we're gonna go through pretty much the entire league, I think here, but <laughs> I'll, I'll do my best to keep it brief. So um, I'll start before you take the few that I have. Um, yeah. Let's talk <laughs> Let's talk about Forest. Come on, where better to start than Forest? They're home to Stoke this weekend. 2.36 uh, is a price for us. And potentially, you know, there may, we're Forest fans, that's well known. Um, there may be a bit of bias coming into this, but I, I feel like we're unbeatable at the moment, mm-hmm. you know? If we put aside that shocking result against Cardiff a couple of weeks ago that cost a bomb-proof treble and we lost 2-1, we've been absolutely fantastic, game in, game out. Um, obviously, beat Arsenal and Leicester in the FA Cup, 4-1 against Leicester, absolutely fantastic. Really good value for all our wins. You know, these aren't wins where we kind of uh, squeaked it out and, and kind of robbed the three points, as you'd say. We've been really good value for all of them. Went away in midweek to Blackburn, uh, best home performing team in the league. Beat them 2-0 in a really competitive, highly fought game. Um, So, yeah, I think coming back at home in this game against Stoke, I think we can continue the run. We've got so much momentum. The players are on form. The fans are loving it. The city ground is going to be absolutely rocking again, as it has been week in, week out at the moment. And I just think it's going to carry us to another three points. It's not going to be easy. Stoke are a good side. You know, they're in, what, 10th, 11th, I think, in the champ right now. But yep. we're in sixth. We're looking upwards. Uh, and I think it's a good, good price for Forrest to get another win this weekend, 2.36. Yep, I'm happy with that. Got it wrote down myself. Uh, I'm just going to mention one point because it's a good segue into uh, a tip that I have. Um, I just think that Forrest performance levels at the moment are above what I've seen from Stoke this season at any stage. So I feel like if Forrest turn on the Derby performance, the Arsenal performance, the Blackburn performance, the Leicester performance, which have all been in this year, right, since the turn of the year, I I don't see that Stoke have the answers. I respect they are a very good team. I respect that they will beat a lot of other teams. I like their youthful core that has kind of sprung out of nowhere. Uh, I really like that. I think that, you know, a lot of the time Stoke have had older players that it's hard to really get behind, but they've got this exciting core and I expect them to do well against majority of teams, but I don't think they'll be able to reach uh, Forest performance level. And that is exactly the same for Middlesbrough against Derby. So Middlesbrough, the home side, 1.69. I respect Derby. I respect for what they've done on the field. Uh, it looks like they're going to stay up. So, you know, providing they can find a buyer, you know, I'd be, at this stage, they're four points off survival. I'll be survive, surprised if they don't survive, to be honest with you. Yeah. Because they've been consistently a top-half team all season. There's no signs of why that would slow down. The January transfer window's closed. They're not going to lose any more players. I don't think anyone's on short-term contracts or anything like that. I expect them to stay up now, which is incredible. But but Middlesbrough's highest performance level this season, they beat Forest unbelievably convincingly. And even though they only drew against QPR on the weekend, it was another 9 out of 10 performance from them. Levels that I've only seen from Fulham, really, this season. Uh, they got the joint third best home record in the league. Listen, there's no disgrace Derby going there and losing. Absolutely not. It's expected. And I think Middlesbrough, as long as they're on it, 1.69 will be a, a comfortable routine home win. Yeah, I agree. I think Derby are definitely a much different proposition at, at home at Pride Park than they are away. Um, yeah. They've lost just two of 15 games at home. 
However, if we flip that on its head away from home, they've only actually won two of 15 games. So, yeah, they've not travelled particularly strongly. I think it's the 21st best home record in the championship. So, yeah, home is where the heart is for Derby at the moment. Uh, Middlesbrough, yeah, Riverside, very tough place to go. Um, I'm also looking at a team, well, QPR against Barnsley. QPR is a tip. 2.1 is the price for, for QPR. I think that's a really good price. Um Barnsley are shocking, aren't they? <laughs> They're absolutely shocking. They've they've won one game in the league since September. They're appalling. One game. It's dreadful. Um I I don't want to lay it on too thick for Barnsley, but you no, know, QPR are, are in fourth in the league. They're the fourth QPR are fourth in the league, three points off the automatic promotion places. Barnsley, they've lost six in a row, no clean sheets in eight, not Won one, sorry, won one game uh, since September. That was against Derby. Uh, I think they're terrible, absolutely terrible. I watched them against Forest with my own eyes. They were useless, absolutely useless. So yeah, I'd fancy anyone against Barnsley right now. A two point one for QPR looks like a gift. I agree. I agree. Barnsley are mid-table at best, League One side. They're just yes. in the wrong. They're in the wrong division. Agreed. Luton. So, Luton, Tom. Preseason, we thought they they do quite well. They might be playoff dark horses. They got off to a good start. Then they didn't look all that. They looked pretty mid table, but now they are well within the uh, playoff hunt. They're away at Birmingham. Two point five eight. They're one of the the form teams in the league. Uh, joint second best over the last eight games. Birmingham still aren't very good. I know they've got a couple of decent results, but I've watched them twice in the, in the last month live um, and they've been absolutely horrendous. I, I really I don't know how they took the lead against Sheffield United, really. I know Sheffield United had a goal um, that was offside. Uh, you know, that was the last time I watched them and everything, but toxic home atmosphere, kind of disjointed build-up play, no real attacking flair. They can't string four passes together without it bobbling out of play. or I don't know. They're just not a very fluid team at all. Uh, no clean sheets in 12 for Birmingham. Uh, I'm back in Luton here. I think they can go there and get a comfortable win, to be honest. I think Luton are playing really well. And no one's talking about them, really. And uh, that's just how they like it, I think. Yeah, I'm really worried about Luton. That playoff fix, that the playoff area, you know, there's Luton, Forest, Middlesbrough, Sheffield United, Huddersfield, QPR. There's there's a lot of teams. It's really yeah. competitive, and I keep seeing Luton win and win and win. I'm thinking, can you please just drop off a little bit, please? <laughs> Come they'll on, be, they'll be saying the same about our team, mate. Yeah, <laughs> um, I think I might have found like a little nugget at a good price here. Um, Birmingham, the amount of goals that have been in Birmingham's games recently um, doesn't seem to quite be reflected in the price. So 10 of the last 11 Birmingham games have been over 2.5. Uh, over 2.5 in this game is priced at 2.28. So for such a strong stat for these Birmingham games, having lots of goals, 2.28 is, is a pretty good price, I think. Nice. I'd go with that. Yeah. Because Luton certainly aren't goal shy. No. Uh, so, um, do you have any more? I feel like you might be tapped out. Uh, I, I was going to mention Fulham. I think Fulham will beat Hull. Uh, yeah. 1.7 is the price for Fulham. Obviously, pretty much, I think it's safe to say that Fulham are going to get promoted from the Championship this season. Um, looking strong. The eight points clear of third place Blackburn and they do have two games in Hansel as well. Uh, Mitrovic recently hit his 30th goal of the season and I think, you know, their away form is among the best in the league. They've had a couple of 7-0 wins on the road already this season, uh, put four past Forest on the road, so they've had some strong, strong results away from home. And I think this Hall side had a little bit of a new manager bounce, quickly evaporated. They've lost the last two games. I think Fulham coming to town in good form I think they'll get a comfortable win. Agreed. Uh, I'm going to bring us to Friday night. Uh, sorry. I'm going to bring us to the early kickoff. 
Uh, Huddersfield, Sheffield United. Uh, 2.24. I'm back in the blades. Um, I know Huddersfield's form looks good, but I think the fixture list has been really kind. Preston, Barnsley, Derby, Stoke, Reading and Swansea. I mean, you're only a Peterborough mm. off having a very comfortable little ride there, aren't you? <laughs> Uh, I'm still unconvinced. Yeah. <laughs> I I know they're right up there, but I, I'm really not convinced by them. I don't have them anywhere near my you know final top six, if you ask me right now. And Heckingbottom's got the blades purring really right at the at the at the perfect time with that kind of 200 meter uh, turn that we're that we're on at the moment before the sprint. Billy Sharp on absolute fire, one defeat in eleven in the league for Sheffield United. I think that's a great price, 2.24 there. Um, I'm also going to follow that one up with talking about Preston again, uh, but this time to win. So Preston away at Peterborough, 2.16. I mean, Peterborough are starting to look, not dead certs, but it's starting to look very, very scary now for posh fans. It's starting to look like, them and Barnsley might be almost certain. Um, mm-hmm. McAntony had to come out on Twitter uh, midweek, which he doesn't need an invitation to do. But there was rumours <laughs> that Darren Ferguson had been sacked. He came out and he said, absolute rubbish. But even those whispers and stuff, it's not good for the club at all. Um, they got the worst defence in the league, 59 goals conceded. And the pressure's on Peterborough now with, with Derby very clearly... Not in the driving seat, but you know, coming up behind them at a frantic pace. Uh, they lost four nil in their last game against a relegation rival or someone they could catch in Cardiff. Very worrying signs. Um, and yeah, second worst in the league over the last eight. Preston. The, the reason I like back in Preston at the moment, they are playing with mid-table freedom, absolute mid-table freedom. All they're trying to do is keep form going. Lowe's just trying to work out who he likes, what he wants, who's doing well. And they've just, they're not on the beach because we can't use that in February. Uh, but they are, <laughs> they're not going to go up, they're not going to go down. So they're just building for next season, which gives them a freedom. And, you know, with Cameron Archer, an exciting uh, signing for Aston Villa on loan, I think we can trust Preston to get the job done. And mm-hmm. then the final one is Coventry. They're away as well, 2.02. And, yeah, again, Reading, just an absolute mess, aren't they? They've started to get, I mean, they were awful. And then we were saying, right, well, you know, they are bad, but Lucas Zhao's going to come back and this guy's going to come back and this guy's going to come back. But they're starting to come back and they're still bad. Uh, I don't know how Panovic is still the manager. I'm guessing it might be a compensation thing. Maybe they can't afford to sack him. Maybe they're not allowed to sack him. I don't know. But, you know, no wins in 10. Lost three at home in a row. And Coventry remain a good side. I know they're not third or whatever they were at the start of the season. But they're only five points off the playoffs, despite being in mid-table. And, yeah, no wins in their last three for Coventry. But I'm not worried because those fixtures were Blackpool. They'll give anyone a game. Southampton in the Prem and Borough away which we've just said is one of the hardest games in the league. So I still have faith in Coventry to, to get results and go close to the playoffs. And I think another team, you know, away from home, uh, over-evens, just 2.02. Can't really ignore it, I don't think. Yeah, so a lot of teams that we like, or a lot of things that we like at good prices, isn't there? Kind of yeah. that evens and over mark mm. in the chat. Definitely. Uh, so could potentially be, be very profitable uh fingers crossed does that wrap everything up for you yes the champ? yes yes that was a, a real bumper championship wasn't it it, it was um, yeah so it's probably a good job because it's a very sparse league one um i have one thing that i like and it's not even a strong thing so <laughs> okay i have i have one thing and mine's purely on narrative i've got no stats to back it up at all so <laughs> you yeah. go first you go well, first. maybe it's maybe it's the same mine's sunderland away uh, at afc wimbledon sunderland to what sunderland are gonna win i think blood mine's wimbledon double chance <laughs> oh, 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 oh. 
<laughs> wow. Yeah, mine's Wimbledon double chance at home to Sunderland. Okay, you go first. You like I feel like we're lawyers in a courtroom. You go first yeah. <laughs> with your case for Sunderland, and then I'll I'll have my case for for Wimbledon. Okay, so my case for Sunderland is shocking. Lost the last three games under uh, Mike Dodd's temporary charge since since Lee Johnson was sacked. However, AFC Wimbledon are a very good opponent. They've not won in twelve consecutive games. And it's been announced that Alex Neal is going to take over at the Stadium of Light. And this is purely, I'm thinking, new manager factor. That is it. Nothing else. So if Alex Neal is in place in time for this game on Saturday, I'm thinking they've got a fantastic opponent in AFC Wimbledon who are in no sort of form whatsoever, that they can put on a performance for the new manager. The players want to stake their claim, put in a good show, put a shift in get a win against a, a definitely a beatable opposition and um, yeah, kickstart Alex Neal's reign with, with three points. That's the reasoning I've got. And that's okay. it. Okay. You've definitely, you've definitely stumped me with the stats because the stats for Wimbledon are frightening to be honest, but I, I'm on the flip side. I'm on the flip side here. Alex Neal, I know, I know he might be in charge, but he might not be. He might not want to be in charge for this game. He might want to start on Monday. This Dodds guy is getting absolute pelters from the Sunderland <laughs> fans. The people are questioning, <laughs> questioning his team selection. He's only been in charge like three games, bless him. Um, the Roy Keane thing, right? Not good PR. You know, the fact that he turned down the job, inverted commas, we don't know if that's true or not. And yeah, like I, I just I just don't feel like the new dawn of Alex Neal. I mean, let's say he is in charge, right? It's, it's late on Thursday. So what's he gonna do? Come in, teach him a new shape, teach him X, Y, and Z, yeah. give him a round in yeah. team talk, like, you know, motivate him in the changing rooms and they go out and win four nil. It don't really work like that. Like no. if he is in charge, it's just going that's all he's got is that team talk. Whereas like, you know, I'm the man now. You got to impress me. Do this, do that. Like I, I just feel like Sunderland are there not for the taking, but an opportunity for Wimbledon to get a, a result here. And I know they've been poor, but I still like what they're doing at Wimbledon. I think they're going in the right direction overall. It's just their form has been bad. Uh, but yeah. yeah, I'm just, I'm just not ready to get with Sunderland at the moment. I don't like turmoil teams. At all. Yeah, they're definitely a turmoil team. And I agree, Alex Neal is certainly, for the fans anyway, um, they clearly wanted Roy Keane in charge. And to not get Roy Keane and then to get Alex Neal is somewhat of a come down for them, I'm sure. But for them, I don't know. Yeah, I, just, yeah, I don't know harder. why. Yeah, I know. I know. It's, Alex Neal is a much more practical and <laughs> uh, shrewd appointment, I think, than Roy Keane. But um, it's not going to get easier after this game for Sunderland, I don't think, because they play MK Dons, Wigan and Charlton in three of the next four games. So so they're all tough games uh, they've got coming up. Um, so, yeah, kind of need, almost kind of need to get a good good three points here to to stand them in good stead for the tough games they've got to come. But, yeah, anyway, um, I've got nothing else from League One. I think it's a really tough league. So, sorry, League One fans, um, if you yeah, want more. Horrible. Absolutely horrible. I mean, exciting league. We love League One. It's just not enough to read out in terms of winners, unfortunately. No. There's a lot of competitive teams in there at the moment, I think. You know, looking at some of the fixtures, MK Dons against Ipswich, Oxford against Bolton, uh, Wigan against Charlton's in there. Uh, I think there's, yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of the teams you might usually look at and think, oh yeah, it might go for them. They're kind of playing each other. Um, yeah, I looked at things like both teams to score for MK Don Zipswich because that leapt off the page mm. at me. Then I had a look and I, was, I didn't realise how good defensively MK Don's have been recently and I haven't been impressed mm. with Ipswich even though they've been getting results performance-wise, no. So yeah, just not enough there for me. But I do have an absolute corker in League 2. I've got one tip, on, but it's an absolute banger. Go on then, give us it. Tranmere. They're away at Leisure Warsaw. Um, two point five four for Tranmere. Yes, we're getting absolutely cracking prices on Tranmere every week. 
Like, yeah. are we missing something? Yeah. They, they've been no, in the driving no. seat for automatic promotion from pretty much day one. I don't know why we get these cracking prices. But anyway, Walsall managerless. So we're going into the unknown a little bit. Matty Taylor, better at scoring 40-yard volleys than he is managing a football team, it seems. <laughs> uh, no win in 2022. Their last win, 7th of December for Walsall. Way, 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 way too long ago. And Tranmere, one loss in nine. And that defeat was against champions-elect Forest Green Rovers. We've mentioned that FGR are kind of head and shoulders above everyone else, really. So I don't think that's as bad as it looks. And although their their defence is going from like superhuman, like record-breaking levels, it's just coming down to just really good now. It's still the best in the league, but it's just it's plateauing a little bit. Uh, but they've still only conceded twenty goals, which is absolutely crazy. And to top it off, this is in the last eight game form table. This is bottom at home to third. 2.54. I think it's an absolute corker. Yeah, it's a good old price, isn't it? Really good price. I think they're the standout in League Two. Um, I was looking at Mansfield. You know, we're big Mansfield fans at the moment, aren't we? Really reliable. 2.62 is a price for Mansfield away at Bristol Rovers. Uh, that could be something to look into. I think... If you don't go for that, maybe Mansfield to score over 1.5 goals. I certainly think it's going to be an entertaining game. Uh, Mansfield are a team that have won nine of the last 10 games. Um, so, yeah, I think generally they've been very very reliable. Bristol Row is very inconsistent. Um, so, uh, yeah, I do think they're, they're a big price. It's not certainly not the strongest tip of the weekend and I've not particularly justified that with much with much research but um yeah i just do like mansfield yes i do i i do i nearly read it out but i feel going against joey barton is like going against the devil like i just i don't know <laughs> i'm just i'm just he he scares me bristol rovers are just like this like wildly unpredictable like wild west yeah. team um, but yeah, Mansfield, if I had to choose one, of course, I'd go for uh, Clough the Magic Dragon all day. Mm. Um, right, that's it then anyway for me. Yeah. <laughs> Is yeah. that for you? Yeah, that's it. So we'll quickly recap last week's Bombproof Trebles and then we'll move on to uh, this week's Bombproof Treble. We've already kind of done it, uh, so I won't spend too long on it. But uh, to reiterate, it was just the one team we had Ipswich uh, against Gillingham. Ipswich got the, the job done. Nice little 1-0. Then we had Sheffield Wednesday away at Burton. They were the biggest price, I think. 1-2-0. Yeah, they were. And then Bolton, as Tom mentioned earlier, red card, went 1-0 down against Morecambe, levelled it, but with you know seconds left. It was, it was way, way, way too late. So this week, we've got an absolute firecracker. It's a big... It's a big old price, uh, and Tom's going to deliver it on a platter for you. Yeah, so this is the biggest price bombproof treble we've had, certainly, that's been pre-made on Matchbook, and I think probably the biggest price treble we've had for, for a fair while. Um, so we're going to go for Forest at home to Stoke, QPR away at Barnsley, and Tranmere away at Walsall. So... All of those wrapped up nicely, pay 13.0. That's best price for Matchbook. And again, remember, Matchbook will be the price if it is bettered at any point up until Saturday, 3 p.m. Elsewhere, you know, just let us know on Twitter, social media, and we will get in touch with Matchbook and they will reboost that price to, to beat whatever competitor is, is potentially offering better out there. So yeah, £10 example stake would return you £130 on that. If you used your £20 risk-free uh, sign-up offer with Matchbook, TFB Podcast being the sign-up code, that would get you, what, £260 potentially risk-free. So it's, uh, it's a big old bit of money that we could potentially win this weekend. Yeah, and again, we got Tranmere, Automatic Promotion Chaser, QPR, Playoff slash Automatic, Forest Playoff, Slash automatic, I don't know. Let's dream. But yeah, anyway, 
three mm. teams doing really, really well this season. We just need them to click on the same day. That's all we need. But yeah, huge price. Uh, as Tom mentioned, get in touch with us on Twitter if it's not the biggest price, um, and we'll correct it. T underscore FB podcast. Uh, we're almost at 2,000 followers, and our contact at Matchbook has let me know there will be a giveaway courtesy of Matchbook when we reach 2,000 followers. So help us reach that goal, and then you could win the mystery giveaway. What is it? I'm intrigued. I don't know what it is. <laughs> you don't check the WhatsApp group then, mate. Maybe not as diligently as you do. <laughs> no, I missed that. <laughs> yeah, you know, even even Tom doesn't know, but me and uh, me and Matchbook do know. So <laughs> we're good. Tom, let's move on to fancy football, mate. Oh, crikey, yeah. Hmm. Um, how are we doing? It's kind uh, of all uh, over the place again. Yeah, it is all over the place. Um I got 49 points, which is slightly above average. We've got a new leader in the uh, in the football betting podcast, Fantasy Football League. Um, do you want me to go through the top 10 or do you want to talk about how you're doing? Well, let's just say I got 53 points this week. Oh. Yeah. And let's Strong leave. Points, mate. Yeah, and then let's leave it there. Who's in the uh, top 10? Right, top 10, we've got David Doherty at 10, then going up from 10 to 1, uh, Nathan Brunskill, Cameron Nags, Luke Stevens, Oliver Hogburn, Alpha M9K, Kaspers Graver, I'm oh, sorry mate, slaughtered that one, Chris Hindle in third, Chantel, Chantel Crookshanks in second, and David Brown in first with Brown Town. Whopping 80 points for uh, for David Brown this week. 1,525 points is the uh, the number that David's got at the top of the league. So it's February. It's still not too late to join the league. If you've got more than that, if you're around that, you think you could potentially overtake him come the end of the season, please do let us know. We'll give you the fantasy football code um, and then you can fight it out for the £20 free bet that's on us for the winner come the end of the season. It's a big old league, isn't there? We've got 261 people in the league. So really, really competitive in there. Uh, very competitive top to kind of top half of that. So yeah, please do get in touch if you want to join. No, the whole thing is competitive. The whole mm. thing because I, I've moved up to two hundred and fifty third, which, which is a, which is a disaster. It's absolutely heartbreaking. That is so bad. I know it is. I know. You've, I, not, you've not even got a thousand points yet. Yeah, well, it's coming. It's on its way. Um, thank you for listening. Please follow us on Twitter. Please uh, gamble responsibly if you are going to bet this weekend. Uh, if you want to take advantage of that matchbook offer, final time, TFB podcast is your sign-up code. Yeah, and uh, we'd really appreciate a rating or review wherever you listen to your podcast if you enjoyed the show. And that is everything. Thank you for your time. And we'll hope to see you again next week. Good luck for any bets you put on this weekend.